This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Third and 16. Walker again protected. He's going to take his shot towards the end zone. Picked off. Rodney Thomas. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. That's the voice of the real Greek freak, the great Spiro Adidas, a fellow Fordham Ram with the call on CBS. Uh, the Browns will be hoping for good play from P.J. Walker this weekend. And you might be asking yourself, well, why, why are they hoping for good things from P.J. Walker? What about Deshaun Watson? Well, we've got him? news on. Yeah, what, I mean, what a, what a loaded question. What about Deshaun Watson? How much, how much time you got? About three and a half hours. Grab a seat and get comfortable because there's a lot to say about about Deshaun Watson. We're going to tell you what's happening right now in the Browns-Seahawks game. We will tell you what's happening at the Chiefs-Broncos game in Denver with, I think, with some line movement that's really going to surprise some people. Not me, but, some, but, but maybe hashtag some people. And we'll talk about the Falcons and Titans as well with Will Levis set to start for Tennessee at home against that bozo Arthur Smith, Desmond Ritter, and the Atlanta Falcons. And we will do all of this. In the Wednesday edition, Week 8 National Football League, Jake, of It Moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. It's different on the Wednesday before Week 8, 2023 NFL season. All right, Ken, let's start in the Pacific Northwest with the Seahawks and the Browns, where it's like the PR campaign that goes on both both with like the Browns and Deshaun Watson's camp every single day is so insane. So uh, people that missed it in the overnight, it was basically every NFL insider. Here's a detailed um, accounting of Deshaun Watson's shoulder injury and why he's actually hurt. Like, oh no, everyone, like, this injury's real. It's not, it's not made up. Like, he actually, he wants to play, but he's hurt. The whole thing is so bizarre. How bizarre? Really bizarre for Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. So, uh, and it's all happened really quickly. And I had the notifications on my phone. Notification, Deshaun Watson won't practice Wednesday. Three minutes later, notification, PJ Walker will start Deshaun Watson out. So it's like, okay, we went from not practicing Wednesday to like out on Sunday really quickly. Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski saying that Deshaun's our guy and he needs, he's got to like rest and rehab here. And to be fair, like the last couple weeks, the Browns have been able like to squeak out wins to get from 
two to two, two and two to four and two. They're giving themselves like a little cushion to work with here to try and get Deshaun Watson healthy. But now, of course, they travel on the road to take on a pretty good Seahawks team that is four and two itself. Ken, uh, how has the betting market reacted? P.J. Walker will start on Sunday for, for in the place of Deshaun Watson. And we don't know when Watson's going to be back for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it's uh, it's a really, a really, really crazy situation because we, we have this happen sometimes where, you know, a starting quarterback has an injury and week to week, we're not sure whether they're going to play. But that's usually for a bad team because they lose the games where the guy's out and it becomes like a really high pressure anxiety situation. Except in this situation, like you mentioned, like they beat the Niners and they beat the Colts. Probably shouldn't have. Maybe they shouldn't have beat the Niners because Moody should have made the kick and they shouldn't have called pass interference in the end zone. But those things happened. So the Browns won two games. And now we're talking about like a playoff team, like managing their quarterback so that they can, you know, have them ready for the stretch run or wildcard weekend and whatever. Um, really, really interesting. So this market was Seattle minus three. I think with the idea that it could go one way or the other. So let's just be on the most key number and like, we'll just, we'll move off it in the direction of whatever the Browns are going to decide to do. Like Watson plays. Okay, cool. Here's less than three. Watson's out. Okay. Here's more than three, but we don't know which one it's going to be. And it's probably closer to him not playing uh, with him being announced out and PJ Walker announced the starter. This line has moved from three to three and a half and the three and a halfs are juiced in a lot of places towards Seattle. Uh, So there's, I think, the possibility of four. I don't think so. Like, the cat's out of the bag. We already know the entire story of who's going to play. The total has also gotten bet down about two points. Remember the Browns, you know, (laughs) last week, notwithstanding the craziest high-scoring game against the Colts you could imagine. Also, keep in mind, that was a game where P.J. Walker completed, like, 50% of his passes for less than 200 yards and no touchdowns. So just like, okay, like, Browns are still kind of a no-offense, all-defense kind of a team so they're going to play seattle the under is going to get better if it's going to be pj walker this open 41 it's down to 38 and a half in a few places also remember scoring down across the league this year totals in the 30s are more common especially the high 30s so 38 38 and a half is where we are on the total down a couple points and then for the side seattle was on three obviously he's declared out that's going to come off three towards seattle uh they're now a three and a half point home favorite just your opinion do you think the numbers right now with seattle favored by like a little bit more than three at home well, I mean, like, right's a, right's a funny word, right? I, I do think that Cleveland's had this crazy ability. It's probably a better question, right? Well, right? Is there well that's, you that's it. Uh, I, well, I think Cleveland remain. I mean, Cleveland's the most confusing team going, right? Because you, you look at P.J. Walker's body of work so far, and you just go, well, they won both games? Like, what? Like, how, what, are, like what are you talking about? And uh, if you just look at his statistics, so you almost have to be like, He's awful. The, the rating can't be that good, but they're still winning the games. I mean, they're still beating the Niners as a huge underdog. They're still beating the Colts as a dog in the game. And, you know, doing it with uh, Miles Garrett blocked field goals and, and great defensive plays and just like crazy theatrics in the final five minutes of games. <laughs> right. Pa- pass interference calls, missed field goals. And you just wonder, like, I, I was talking to somebody yesterday. I said, like, this is the horseshoe team of the year where just in every situation they get in, there's just some end of game play and they just win. And that's how it goes. If the same thing happened in this game, like Seattle's good. They're not that good. So like they should, should they be more than a field goal at home? Probably. Cause it's like, it's, it is PJ Walker. Like it is PJ Walker on the road. And I know against Indianapolis, they managed to pull that one out. I still think like from a market standpoint, you have to rate him poorly and you have to give Seattle like a reasonable advantage in the game, even though the Browns have smoke and mirrored this thing for a couple of weeks. I like the usage of smoke and mirrors there as a verb. I thought that was, that was yeah. pretty good. Right. You're going to smoke and <laughs> you better... mirror it. You're not going to smoke it, and you're not going to mirror it. You're going to smoke that and was, mirror uh, it. 
that this, this is when Cody Rhodes had his first run in WWE before, like, now he's, like, megastar Cody Rhodes. That was his theme song was, You're only smoking mirrors, whoa. It's like a, like a cult classic amongst wrestling fans. I'm serious. I guarantee the big okay. wrestling fans out there will get that reference. Otherwise, you're uh, you're out of luck. Downtown Mike Brown mm. gets it. He knows. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Wednesday line moving for week eight in the National Football League. Just like my thought. I think the line might be a little short still. Like, maybe four is the right number, but we're the quibbling here. I, I also haven't placed a bet on the game. I want to think a little bit more about it. Uh, the Seahawks are incredibly dumb. And you can say what you want about the Browns. Well, I guess organizationally they're really dumb for some of the things that they've done. But uh, I don't know. I think the Browns are a smarter actual team than, like, the Seahawks are. I don't know what I want to do yet in this game. I think it's really well, interesting with P.J. Walker starting. We can, we can talk about this tomorrow. I don't... Like, I don't want this to be a thing, but it's almost like you you receive so much evidence of something, you have to at least consider it. Like, we're going to have to talk about whether Kevin Stefanski is going to win his second Coach of the Year award this year. If they, like, do this and win a bunch of games with P.J. Walker and He'll win, like, 12 games. Right. He he won, like, three years ago. <laughs> like, he won. It was, it was not that long. Uh a bizarre potential award winner because and, and look at what's happening. Shanahan takes a loss. Campbell takes a loss. McDaniel takes a loss. D'Amico Rines is on a bye. Salah's on a bye. Who like who benefited this week? This guy, like huge versus everyone else. And the market kind of didn't really respond to that. And maybe it's just like, well, like he kind of won and the expectations were really high, but like this could be a Vrabel thing. Like, look what he's doing. Like they're winning these games and I don't care who cares if it's by accident. I'm sure the Titans won some games by accident when they got the one seed. It's just like a fascinating, it's not like go bet this right now. It's just, this is the horseshoe team that just keeps winning these games. Like who do you think is going to get the credit for that? The quarterbacks? Like, of course not. Miles Garrett will win defensive player of the year. That'll almost certainly happen if they win that many games, but they could also win coach of the year, especially if all these guys keep taking losses. A weird candidate that's emerged in that market. Miles Garrett might might uh, take away some of Evan Mobley's shine as, like, defensive player of the right? year in the NBA. Miles Garrett <laughs> purchasing, like, a minority share in, the, in all seriousness of the Cleveland sure. Cavaliers today. It's yep. good to be Miles Garrett uh, right about now. Just, uh, if you're Mason Rudolph, stay, stay, stay far away from him. Uh, next game, Ken, that we'll talk about in terms of the line movement will be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos at my high where look i like the broncos side here but even i'm a little surprised about this movement and i like the broncos ken what do we have here with kansas city and denver just yeah i, I mean i i looked at this uh earlier today and i, I it hadn't even gotten far, as far down as it is right now and i just go really like i i guess so okay um denver's taking a lot of money okay all right I didn't bet the game. Okay, sure. No problem. Uh, Chiefs opened eight and a half, nine in the game at Denver. This is obviously a rematch of Thursday Night Football a couple weeks ago. And uh, where the Chiefs honestly like totally outclassed Denver and won a very low scoring game where Denver could do nothing on offense the entire time. And since then, like Denver's defense showed up again against Green Bay. It's like, okay. Um, and so we have the rematch at mile high. The Chiefs are now down to a consensus seven point favorite in the market right now. The sevens are mostly juiced toward Kansas city, like seven minus 15, but there are a couple seven minus one tens on the board. So like, if you really like, if you had access to everything, even just like, you know, sports books in Vegas apps, whatever, like you could bet chiefs with seven minus one ten really easily right now, if you wanted to, um, which was not, you were saying like some didn't expect it. Like I'm, I'm cool with line movement on Denver, but like to get all the way to the key number, I think it's just a little surprising to me. Like, why not seven and a half? Like, okay, like these are these are more cosmetic movements where we're between seven and ten. Seven's like a real move. Like, you really you can really gain something by betting the Chiefs right now versus what you could have had before. 
Uh, does it make you want to place a bet on the game? Yeah, it kind of makes me want to bet the Chiefs, honestly. <laughs> Great. So I'll, I'll, I'll have eight and a half, you lay seven, and hopefully the Kansas City wins by eight and we both win. That would be really great. I mean, I, I just... I'm just surprised that it happened. This was not a, a thought process that I was expecting to go through. Also, why do we have to be done? Is this going to be like the Minnesota game? Where just like we get to the day of the game and it's like six? We're just like, what? What's going on? I, I, will, uh, I, maybe. Will, I, will, I will try and middle if that's the case. <laughs> that I guarantee. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I didn't think they would close three against Minnesota either, to be fair. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a weird one, and what's happening now is a little weird. Kansas City, like a juice seven right now at BetMGM, and Ken telling you, like, like flat sevens across the board for the Chiefs on the road in Denver, where, by the way, Patrick Mahomes has literally never lost to the Denver Broncos, which is, like, actually one of the most insane stats in sports. Like, he's 13-0 yeah. against Denver, is never undefeated, never lost to the Denver Broncos. Uh, let's close here this segment, Ken, and I think... I, I did my Board of Spreads video early this morning for BetMGM, oh. and I don't script it. And okay. I just ad love the whole thing. And that's not even meant to be like, like a while ago great I am. It's just like just stating what I do. So it's all organic. So I kind of like talk myself into like whatever I'm feeling in the moment. And I ended up saying, and I meant it, I think I'm more excited from a betting perspective for the Falcons-Titans game than I am like any other game this weekend. And it sounds ridiculous, right, with the quarterback matchup of Desmond Ritter and Will Levis and Malik Willis. But I I'm fired up for this game, like to bet on Tennessee, and we've talked about it all week this week, right? So Will Levis addresses the media today. Like, we're just waiting, like, for the official word that Tannehill's out, and it'll be Levis as a starter or maybe a package of plays for Willis. We'll see what the Titans end up doing on offense against their old pal, their all-offensive coordinator, the mustachioed moron Arthur Smith, along with B. John Robinson, who may or may not play in the game. Who knows? I'm not going to tell us beforehand. The garden secrets like it's the USSR. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, what do we have right now, Ken, with the Falcons and the Titans? Boy, I totally flipped you on this, huh? You're like, I'm so excited about it. People will remember Monday's show. You're like, does the number have to be three? I kind of like Atlanta. And then well, I go on this fair, like six-minute right, rant. The number, yeah, the number right. is three right now, so I was right about that. Right, but like... I don't think you were on Tennessee at all. And now after Monday's show, it's like, I'm so excited to bet the Tennessee. Well, it's just really funny how things turn it, over the course of the week. Because you said something yeah. so smart about the game, like on field-wise. And I was like, right. he's so right. Like, the Tennessee it, run defense <laughs> is amazing. Do you trust Desmond yeah. Ritter to beat them down the field? And when you said it, I was like, no. Like, I don't. Like, no. You're right. <laughs> it's, and it's I, funny I, you I asked that. the right to change no. my mind, which I did in that <laughs> right. moment. Yes. It just, I, I... I mean, I, I bet if I talked to you Sunday night, I'd be like, hey, when you do your Board of Spreads video, the game you will be the most excited about talking about will be Falcons-Titans before we do the show Monday. You would have been like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you, you talking It's just, it's really funny. Like, this is like the Diamondbacks. We're like, I wasn't going to do it. And then you and Jake talk about it. And I'm like, okay, sounds great. <laughs> like, well, now, I'll tell you what, it worked in balance. week two. I might yeah. have bet the Bears. Got a lot of money. And you talked me into yeah. Tampa in week two. So that, so that also happened, which was great. Yeah, I, it's just it's really really funny how things have, how uh, how like the conversation evolves over the course of the week. Uh, this a very predictable line move, obviously, right? It's it's Levis. Nobody likes him. Uh, it's you know the Titans are selling off pieces and they're falling apart and whatever. And meanwhile, it's like, well, are you, is anybody paying attention to what's happening with the other team who's miserable? Uh, anyway, the Falcons are almost a consensus three-point favorite right now. The two-and-a-halves that are all left for Atlanta are juiced crazily, like 20, 25 cents. And a lot of the threes are very reasonably priced. There is actually one three minus 110 on the board right now. MGM has a three minus 15. So that's kind of where we've gone. We're basically now on a key number with this game, uh, with the idea it's going to be, a, to be fair, like as somebody who likes Tennessee a lot, quarterback we haven't really seen before. Could be awful. Um, but he's he's really well coached. 
and they're three at home to that dumb coach and that terrible quarterback. So maybe if he's terrible, like if you told me he was terrible, I'd be like, great. I'd like to a two, six, six money line, like still would like to bet it. Like, I, <laughs> no, no, he's like really bad. Two, six, six money line. Like, are you hearing me? <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, but I just told you levels two, six, six money line. Like I don't, he can be bad. Great. Like they're still, they should still probably not be three in the game. So, uh, and, and I would ask this question to our listeners and viewers. Let's say Will Levis is bad. Who's the better quarterback in the game, or are they just equal? And one's going to be getting three at home. Do and you who's know the why? better coach? Because Desmond, Ritter me this, is Desmond good? Answer, no. Lock, miss, day three, coming up next.